0: Church, and I'm excited to kick off our Wellspring University summer series, uh, a podcast that we'll be, we'll be publishing once a week, uh, where we simply talk about topics that all of us deal with uh, at different points in our lives, sometimes at every day of our life. Um, and, and what we're trying to do here is really bring a biblical perspective uh, to some of these topics. You know, a lot of the things we're going to talk about, you hear about from different sources all the time, whether it's the news media. Um, you know, family members that you meet with from time to time, friends that you have conversations about. But one of the things that we don't always do is understand what does the Bible say about this particular topic? So uh, while the pastoral staff here at Wellspring are going to bring their own perspectives to some degree, our main objective is to talk about what the Bible tells us about these topics. So uh, we're committing to doing our homework each week uh, as we look at these topics and get a good understanding of what scripture tells us, uh, so that we can know how to respond when we face these, um, topics and have these conversations in our lives with our, our friends and family, or even with ourselves as we try to discern how to respond, uh, from a biblical perspective. So before we get going, I'd just like to ask the rest of the team here to introduce themselves.
1: I'm Scott and, uh, pastor at, at Wellspring and, uh, yeah, this is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I was about to make a joke, but we're about to talk about humor, and it may not, it may not fall in line with what we're going to say. So I got to be careful.
2: <laughs> I'm Phil. I'm the worship pastor here, uh, and I'm Tyler,
3: uh,
0: student pastor. I thought I was done with homework. So. <laughs> oh, <man>. oh boy, <laughs> you got to keep you sharp, yeah, Tyler. So, yeah, Scott alluded to what we're talking about today. I think we're going to start off this series with a bit more of a light-hearted topic, uh, pun intended. Uh, and we're going to ask ourselves, what does the Bible say about humor? Uh, as Scott and I were thinking about uh, what topics to address, this one had come up. And really, uh, for me, it has been uh, a topic that over, over my lifetime has been both helpful but also damaging. Uh, humor is, is not something that the Bible says a lot about. Uh, but it does say some things, and uh, as, I, as I've told Scott in some of my personal relationships, I've tended to use humor too much in situations where it simply wasn't appropriate, and it, it really wasn't biblical in, in how I use humor. So uh, that's why we're going to talk about this topic today, and I uh, really just open up to anyone here in the, on the team who wants to uh, maybe share what they've found when they did their research about what the Bible says about humor.
1: I'll kick it off. I think there's some... Uh, I think you see, especially when you're looking for it, there is humor in the Bible. So, uh, I, you know, if you're wondering, I guess the first question is: Does God, does God like humor, or or is is it a viable uh, uh, response in life or or whatever? And we find that there are verses in the Bible that are humorous; they're they're funny. Um, Ecclesiastes three four. It says a time to weep, a time to laugh, time to mourn, a time to dance. Uh, another one, Proverbs 17, a joyful heart's good medicine. Um, I know that y'all are going to talk about some other ones. Another one that I just thought was funny, I told Phil and, and James this morning before uh, Tyler walked into the room. Um, 2 Chronicles 21, 20. Uh, it says this, Jehoram, Thirty was thirty-two years old uh, when he became king. He reigned in Jerusalem eight years. He passed away to no one's regret. Like that's funny. Like I don't know what that said about me, but that makes—I mean—that's hilarious yeah. when you read that. Yeah. So, I think God uses humor in the Bible, and, and I think—and it, it obviously we just read there's times that He tells us that that um, that there is an appropriate time to laugh, which I think we're probably going to get into what appropriate means
2: when it comes to humor. I think there's a lot of uh, funny situations not necessarily even instruction about laughter and but there's just there's just something funny about a donkey instructing Balaam and in the way he should be you know this great prophet of God and uh, this donkey's teaching him how or Jonah swallowed by a fish I mean there's just some interesting um, humor the way God turned Jonah's life around and what he made him go through uh, there's just some funny instances and yet again what scott said there is also this warning i think one out of every 7 verses in proverbs about the tongue and its destructive nature and oftentimes we we start out laughing about things but oftentimes they become destructive in people's lives too yeah yeah i was
3: reflecting on this a little bit more this morning uh, a couple of us had a bit of a, a test run, dry run uh, yesterday uh, in the office talking about it. But uh, I was thinking a little bit more about it this morning, preparing for this conversation today. And uh, I was trying to to think about humor in terms of the character of God. Where do we see it within God's character? And I, I think, Scott, you bring up a good point is in that since we see it communicated in Scripture, and we do believe that that um, the Bible is the inspired Word of God, that God does communicate to us um, through means of, of humor in, in different ways. So what does that say about his his character? Well, for me, I, as I was thinking about it, I, I began to think of um, a father who, who laughs both at and with his children, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm not a father, but the the three of you are, and there are sometimes things that your children will do that just make you laugh. Uh, silly things that they say. Um, sometimes it's their wit. You know, they. Um, I think of like my grandfather who uh, will laugh at his his grandkids and his great-grandkids at the, mm-hmm. the funny, witty things that they'll say. Mm-hmm. And so that reminds me a lot, I think, of um, what we see from the character of God in Scripture. Because so often when you look at these verses that have to do... Um, with laughter, it's not so much um, humor as as it is um, a sense of delight and joy um, that that either God or a character in Scripture is laughing over their um, oh, because of their joy or because of their sense of delight. Um, and, and it does say often in Scripture that God um, does delight in us and and takes joy in, in who we are and um, and. You know, I think that leads him to, to laughter at certain times. You know, you often hear um, maybe preachers or, or people that you have conversations with ask or say that you know God does have a sense of sense of humor, and, and for some uh, we might have a tendency to um, want to think of, of God in such a serious manner that we'd say, oh no, God God never laughs. You know, we want to be reverent um, to who God is and to His character, but no, I, I think. Um, because God does have um, delight in us and in His creation and does have um, joy that, that God does have um, a, a unique sense of, of humor that uh, is probably in some ways different from us because our sense of humor often is is corrupted by sin, right? But mm-hmm. um, his, and his humor is, is holy and righteous and, and full of joy. Um, and delight so that, that's kind of my way of, of thinking about it in terms of placing it within God's character
0: so. yeah yeah you know it's it's interesting I, I really want to go find that verse that says God has a sense of humor right like I just wanted to say it just like that and you know somewhere in the Old Testament New Testament of course we don't see the Bible saying it that clearly yeah, I think your inferences are, are are definitely you know valid. It's just the existence of humor, right? I mean, everybody has at least some sense of humor, and so where did that come from? I mean, I would I would you know tend to make an argument that God created us with that, mm-hmm. uh, and so to some degree, that's where I draw um, you know humor being originated with you know from God um, to begin with. The, the verse that I often like to go to uh, when it just talks about humor um, specifically as it pertains to joking is Ephesians 5, 4, and I'll read the ESV version. It says, Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. And <clears throat> clearly there's a pr- prohibition against crude joking there. But I, what I, I also gather from that is that it's not a prohibition against joking, period, Right. So there's there's almost an, an inference that if if you know you're going to prohibit crude joking, then you know maybe not crude joking is okay yeah. is, is is permitted and and so that's where I think you, you we have to go beyond just that that verse um, to understand whether or not you know what I'm what I'm saying that there is a, a type of joking that is you know permissible um, or encouraged you know exists. And and so I know we talked a little bit about that you know yesterday. What what other verses might speak to, you know, a place for joking amongst uh, amongst you know Christians, amongst people, amongst the body?
2: I, th- I think about Romans one when it talks about describing God through His what we would call general revelation, where we look at the world around us and we can see the uh, the the character, the the qualities about God that are evident in his creation. And I, I think that's part of what you were arguing too, that we see in creation. Whenever I look at certain creatures, I just think, I think God made that specifically to make fun of us. I mean, if, if I think about it, you know, why why does my dog act a certain way? It, it reflects on children, I and mean, we describe uh, this the idea of a father we just why why do people laugh when they when they're tickled i mean somebody had to design that mechanism why why do we laugh when we're embarrassed why do we have emotional responses we do well god created us that way just like he made the eye for seeing and the ear for hearing i think he made laughter as a response to to funny things Mm -hmm. and he takes i think he takes delight in that that's just but that's a Deduction from this general rela- revelation that we see around us in the world.
3: Yeah, you know what we would call that in theological terms is is God's communicable attributes. So, for those of you listening, what is what in the world does that mean? Well, um, you know the the root word in that of commun- communicable is is a communion or communication. It's, it's something, or you might think of a communicable disease. Uh, we're definitely in the midst of, of uh, uh, knowing exactly what that is right now, but it's something that um, connects us and our character as human beings um, with God Himself. We you know we believe that um, each and every person was set with the um, was set with the image of God because we were created in the image of God, and so there are certain attributes that we share with God Himself, and we call those God's communicable attributes. And so I, I think we can trace a line. James, like you're saying, and Phil, um, through creation and yeah. how we are created, um, that we are those who um, not not only laugh, but we like to laugh, right? Yeah. Like we like to have fun. Scott, you're a you're a yellow. You like to laugh and have fun, and so you know we can trace those things those things back yeah. uh, to the character um, of God. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you talk about certain creation creations of animals, a lot of people point to like the platypus as uh, evidence of, of some degree of sense of humor on the part of the Creator. For sure. Actually, in Job 39, uh, verse 17, uh, the Bible refers to storks in this way, For God did not endow her with wisdom or give her a share of good sense. <laughs> um you know. Another, another bit of scripture I hope is never attributed to me in any way. Uh, yet, you know, going back to what Paul writes in Ephesians, why is this need to prohibit coarse jesting? I mean that's or or as the uh ESV says it, crude joking. And, and that's really part of the impetus behind this conversation. Yeah. Because humor it, you know, I think we all think initially when you think about humor, it's a good thing. Yet when you consider what we as people tend to do with it, that's why we end up having conversations like this to try to understand where its place is. Because you know, what have we done with it? Uh Well, clearly, even when Paul was writing, you know, humor and joking had gone to a place where it just didn't build people up and it was damaging. Yeah, I was about to say,
1: what is crude joking? Yeah. Well I, I think I give us an example, Scott. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, that's all that's yeah. going I think sure.
0: in my experience, you know, just growing up as as, as an American in the you know twentieth, twenty first century, most humor, most joking that I've heard, unfortunately, has been what I would categorize as crude. You know, I'd say you know, more than half of the jokes that I've heard generally involve some type of derogatory statement or a target some type of group, um, uh-huh. and, and so it's 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 why we find ourselves, you know, as Christians who I think are trying to build people up, sometimes just staying away from that. It's why, you know, some pastors that we've talked about who, who most people would, would re- recognize their name, they they tend to stay away from intentional humor, say from, you know, when they're on the, at the pulpit or when they're doing a podcast like this, because it's just a, a dangerous area. You know, Scott, you talk a lot in your sermons about staying out of the ditch, uh-huh. uh, either on the left or the right. And in this case, you know, um, the ditch is pretty big, I think, when it comes to humor. Mm-hmm. And and the space where you can walk is is somewhat narrow. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think that's what we have to be mindful of, and I think that's what the Bible's telling us to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'll just you know, show my cards. I don't think the Bible prohibits humor. Mm-hmm. I think, based on the scriptures that, that we've referenced this morning, um, I don't think you can make that argument, but clearly uh, there is a, a great amount of the type of humor that I think we've been exposed to uh, that the Bible would say is not what you know what Christians should be partaking in, should be participating in.
1: Um, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. I think that's I think that's right. I know there's there's one pastor, John Piper's his name. He he said the only kind of humor that he um, Partakes in, or, or I guess, you know, has in his own life is spontaneous. In fact, he put I, I, when I was doing some research, I found this: humor and laughter uh, in their most natural and healthy forms are spontaneous, not contrived, not planned. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I like, I like humor. I enjoy it. I, there are, I think, times that it's planned, but always the the best laughs that I get. Are, are when it's not planned, like something was was not was not uh, you know expected or or written down or, or anything like that. I'll t- one example of this is uh, I talk about uh, my parents' good friends Peggy and Dave Sharp uh, often. In fact, if you've been to, to Thailand, uh, they they were on both, or at least Peggy was on both trips, and. Uh, their son they had a in church they had like the uh, uh, kids sermon you know they would bring all the kids up we don't do that because well we're, we're smarter than that but um, uh, but they would bring all the kids up and then the pastor would do uh, the kids sermon and then send them back to their to their parents anyway the pastor it was the week before Easter and the pastor said does anybody know uh, what the next holiday is and Peggy and Dave's son yelled out payday and the entire church just lost it like that's that's spontaneous that's hilarious if you can't laugh at that there's probably something wrong with you but um that's unplanned that's i think probably i think he's getting at something probably the the best kind of humor and i think it honors the lord
0: yeah 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 i mean i would i would agree to some degree with with what piper's saying there that and again, most intentional humor probably isn't the type that we want to uh, we want to be a part of. But I, I don't know that I can go fully right. to that I'm extent. Really that. I, I yeah. go, um, you know, back in Ephesians, Paul says, you know, the type of talk that should come out of our mouths. I'm paraphrasing here. Is only such that is good for building up, um, fits the occasion. I may give grace to those who hear. So I really like that word, building up. Everything that we say you know, should be something that that builds people up, of course, as opposed to tearing down, which a lot of humor, a lot of jokes do tear down someone in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and you know, I shared this with you yesterday, Scott, a lot of the times where I've tried to connect with children whenever whenever I've I've taught, you know, Sunday school on a Sunday morning at at Wellspring and other churches is to tell a silly joke, you know, about why the cow crossed the road because it was the chicken's day off, right? Like, you know, um, hopefully I'm not tearing down cows or chickens when I do that, but it's, it, it helps connect with, you know, six, seven, eight year olds in a way that I think ultimately helps them build them up by sharing with them God's word. so in that case, I can't, I can't say that that's spontaneous, you know, that's an intentional act on my part, but it is meant to build up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I found it to be a useful use of, of humor for the sake of God's
2: kingdom. So, um, I think you know, that's a part place. of it is, is there is a use to relieve pressure to almost give a mercy to a person. When, when you can make something lighthearted, it, it means I'm not taking this too seriously. You're sort of giving grace and uh, when, you know, yeah. if somebody wrongs you and you say, you know, you just laugh about it. It, it does smooth things over. It's, it's like anything that's a gift of God. It can be, Mm -hmm. perverted by the enemy, you know, and and used in a difficult way. The Proverbs, uh, I think 26, uh, says, like a madman who throws arrowbrands, Brand's fire and death is someone who deceives his neighbor and then says, I'm only joking. Mm -hmm. So whenever you hear that, I'm only joking, Mm -hmm. you know you've transgressed into uh, hurtful humor. Or I I knew two guys in, Campus ministry—they were great campus ministers, but they were always joking and making fun of each other. And then one day, they—it was like they stopped doing that, and everybody sort of said, "Well, you guys don't do that much anymore." And and they figured out it was really being destructive mm-hmm. to their relationship. And they—they they just from that day on decided they were just going to speak life into each other. And mm-hmm. you know, I think that's—that's that's just what we need to be on our guard to do when yeah. we use humor.
1: Late night. I think late night comedians are are really good at this. Like they'll, if they if they get trapped or their argument breaks down, they they use humor as a way to attack the person. Now, you, I mean you've seen this regularly. They'll attack the person, everybody laughs, and then they kind of move on. And, and I think we've in, in some in some way probably learned it from them. Um, this is a, a technique that works. Like if you if your argument breaks down or you're looking bad, you just gotta poke fun at that person in a way that's that. They can't deny or they can't push back on. Everybody laughs mm-hmm. except for the person that was being made fun of, mm-hmm. and then it disarms everything, and then you win and, and you move on. And I mean that's a that's a good technique if you're if you're just trying to be right all the time. But if you want to if you want to grow in Christ and you want honor you want your conversation to be to be honoring to the Lord, it's a destructive thing.
0: Yeah, you you kind of bring up this idea uh, that I think. Brings to mind the the notion of being desensitized mm-hmm. because of the exposure we have to to television, uh, late night personalities, media, print media that uses humor quite often. I mean, we live in a very we live in a culture where where humor is is quite prevalent, and probably more prevalent than most cultures in history. Yeah. If if you look just by virtue of chance, maybe I don't know what it, what it is that makes humor such a a big part of our of our culture, but you know i wonder to what degree i'm i'm desensitized to how my humor can you know be tearing people down in fact i, I hadn't thought about this until we were having this conversation there was a time a couple of years ago where i apologized to you scott because i think i said something i made a joke it was it was deprecating to some degree you oh. and i have a, a, a kind of a relationship where we, we can do that to yeah. some degree and yeah. but it, it it bothered somebody else huh. and 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 I felt in that moment that it was appropriate not only to apologize to you but to apologize to them because was it worth it? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, to do it in front of other people in a way that made them uncomfortable because they're not privy to the kind of relationship you and I have. So, yeah. if it made them uncomfortable, then was it worth it? And in my mind, it wasn't. And so, um, yeah. Again, I think one of the big takeaways here is, you know, you, you know, this is you're playing with fire. To some degree, it's it's not again. The Bible doesn't say don't ever do it. It's it's something that exists, but really playing with fire in ways that we may not even realize. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I reflect mm. on my own poor uses of humor,
3: and uh, sometimes they're they're actually well intentioned. Mm. You know, because uh, seeing opportunity or or a need to um, uh, you know lighten the mood in, in the room or something. And you know, I, I think of one uh, specific instance, and I, I won't share all the, all the details because um, I still feel like really stupid and, and embarrassed about it whenever <laughs> I think back on it. But I mean, this is this would have been when I was like 13 years old. So uh, not all that long ago, but uh, uh, only 10 years ago. Um, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, I I can actually, it was 10 years ago this month. Um, That's how how clear it is in Uh my mind. But uh, it was a, I meant it in a a well-intentioned way to try to uh, lighten the mood and it just landed so poorly. Um, And the reason was, was because I didn't understand the situation fully. And so like what you said about uh, the ditch and and the narrow path and all the ways that we can get in trouble and as we talk about, well, you know, from a biblical standpoint, how do we use humor well? Well, I think what it requires is an immense amount of wisdom, right, to know when to use it well, especially in uh, spontaneous ways and, and whatnot. Um, and so if if humor is rooted in, in God's character, then we also need God's wisdom, I think, to to use it well. Yeah. And that's where we, you know, we go to the book of Proverbs and see a lot of the... Um, words in there about our speech and when it's used appropriately and, and even you know, Ephesians um, where it says again, let there be no filthiness uh, nor foolish talk nor crude joking which are out of place. Mm-hmm. You know, There's a um, and even Ecclesiastes there's a time and a place for it and it requires some uh, measure of wisdom to know exactly when those yeah. times We're working, are and
1: are not. <clears throat> We're working through that in our house right now. I don't think it's inappropriate to say, especially Grayson. He gets his personality is a lot like mine. We like to use humor. Uh, We like to use it to disarm. We, uh, like Tyler said, I mean we're just we're both yellows. We're wired kind of. If it's not fun, it's not worth doing. And uh, and so he's using Grayson's starting to use humor. We're trying to to okay. Here's now here's when it's appropriate. You're 12. You got to remember that it's not it's not uh, it's it's not received the same way. Uh, when it's an adult saying it, so we're we're just learning and teaching. So exactly what you were saying, it, it uh, knowing when it's appropriate, and there's a different different times in life when you can get away with it, when you can't, and trying to train train up a, a child, uh, a young man now, uh, when it's appropriate is is something that we're navigating as a family right now. Yeah. So.
0: That's great. I I really appreciate everyone's thoughts here. Uh, Hopefully those of you who are listening do as well. What I'd like to do as we close out is just give everyone one last opportunity to share final thoughts on the topic, uh, a sentence or two uh, about how they would summarize what they, what they've learned or what they think uh, about this particular topic. And and I'll go first and then uh, we'll just move around the room. Um, I I think as I've stated, humor uh, is not prohibited. But we must be careful and and really my final thought would be, uh, building on what um, Tyler said about wisdom, we should all go ourselves to God's word and really dig into some of these verses and pray about how humor fits into our lives such that we we can do it in a way that is always building up and not tearing down. We're going to make mistakes and we need to be ready to repent and and apologize for, for some of that damage. Uh, but we should still be seeking to, um, to if if we're going to be humorous, and I and I hope we are, because it's a good part of life that we do it in a way that's honoring to to God and honoring to others, just as Jesus would have commanded us has, has commanded us. Uh,
1: I guess what I would say is when we when you brought up this subject or this topic as a possibility for for uh, WellSpring University Summer Edition, I thought uh, you know that's an in- that's interesting, but there. They, they, there are more minds in this in, in the field of humor than I than I would have thought over our study over my study of it. So you do have to be very careful. I mean, it's it is uh, much more. It's it's a difficult thing to use to honor the Lord, and yet that's our desire. That's what we want to do. So uh,
2: we must be careful. We must be careful. You know, there's. I feel like there's a different kind of laughter that come comes out of joy. And, and even in God's people, sometimes I've laughed, laughed the hardest I've ever laughed. And it's been in such a positive thing in, when, when it's done in the right way. And also, I think it's one of the, the worst places you can go is to become what the Bible calls a scoffer, where you actually laugh at the wrong times and you make fun of people. It's very destructive. I don't know anything more destructive uh, than someone laughing at you, especially when you're growing up, you know, for some crazy reason, you know, something you did wrong and, and people laugh at you. So it's a powerful thing. And uh, I think there's a, there's a, just like, you know, all the other gifts that God has given us, there's a way to use it in a, in a great way to minister to people. I mean, it is great medicine. I mean, after you spend an afternoon laughing with your family about old stories and things like that, uh, there's just this peace and joy and actually I've seen humor used in a positive way even even in sermons where it's it is very disarming when we all laugh and then we get serious for a moment and let's take a look at something and so it does sort of open up the spirit and it's a tool I think for that but it certainly needs to be used in the right way.
3: You know everybody says uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. Um, it's probably the most untrue thing that's you know, that's become a a, okay. a modern uh, proverb. You know, that not a biblical proverb, but uh, mm-hmm. y'all know what I mean uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. by that. Um, because our, our words <clears throat> do hurt and injure, and just as much as they can build up, they can they can tear down. So um, to close out my thoughts on this, I think that we see that. That humor is rooted in the character of God, which we see in His creation, and we're able to draw a line back to it. Um, but humor must be used um, with a, a profound sense of God's own wisdom. We must search the Scriptures and seek to honor Him, and um, uh, with our words and with um, our use of humor.
0: Um, so yeah, that's uh, that'd be what I'd say. Great. Well, uh, I want to thank the, the pastoral staff here at Wellspring for participating in this discussion this morning. I want to thank you all for, for listening and, and tuning in with us. Uh, come back next week. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to go maybe do the other extreme. We're going to talk about death next week. Uh, in fact, a prominent pastor, uh, Tim Keller, recently wrote a book uh, called On Death. Uh, if he can write a book about it, I'm sure we could probably do enough research to spend 30 minutes talking about it mm-hmm. uh, next week. Uh, The other thing I'll I'll say to uh, those of you listening out there and, um, you know, to the podcast is if you have any ideas, if you have any questions that you want to hear the the pastoral staff talk about that you would like us to go do some homework uh, on behalf of of our congregation or anybody listening, please send them in to scott at visitwellspring.com. Again, that's scott at visitwellspring.com. Uh, any questions that you want to, or topics that you want to hear us talk about, uh, please please feel free to do that. Uh, I'm going to close us in prayer, and then uh, we'll we'll be done. We get a legit podcast mailbag and go through that the that mailbag be, every
3: that. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know fun. what? We yeah. need to we need
1: to uh, also put this out on Sunday morning. So if you're if you don't come here on Sunday morning and share uh, too. watch our watch our service. We'll we'll we need to encourage people to do that as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah,
2: yeah. encourage people to share this podcast. Uh, on media so other people can hear it too. That'll help. Yeah, Thank Give you. Give us a review. Subscribe. That's <laughs> <Do your listening. laughs> right. Yeah. 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 All the
3: things that podcasters say. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, the, the obligatory yeah. statements. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, let me pray. Father, we love you and we praise you for for uh, you know just your sovereign grace in our life and as we discuss these, these topics, Lord, I pray that we always do so in a way that is honoring to you and honoring to uh, your word. Uh, I pray that we do our homework diligently as we seek to, uh, to help others understand what your word has said as we use our time and, and, uh, and the gifts that, that you've given uh, to the men in this room to, to discern uh, your word in a, in a way that allows them to be uh, good shepherds, wise shepherds. Uh, but Father, I also know that we are uh, we are but, but sinful men who uh, can oftentimes misunderstand. So I, I pray for your grace uh, whenever we, we may not hit the mark um, on exactly what you mean and what you say. But um, please give us hearts that are always seeking to honor you and just seeking after uh, truth and nothing but truth. Uh, Lord, please help this topic of, of humor um, and this conversation be life-giving uh, to those who, who listen and, and to us who, who had this discussion. And I pray for everyone listening that, that they have a blessed week and, and can go about living in the light of your
1: love and your word uh, until we meet again. And it's in Jesus' great name I pray. Amen.